Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Roger roll, Discovery. Discovery is in 20 seconds. LOS. Discovery. Not only go. Hold one. Not required. Discovery. Go for AP. Shut down on time. Real stop. Roger. Real stop. Discovery. Welcome back. Great ending to the new beginning. Hello, hello, and welcome to Buffalo Soapstone. Good news, bad news. Good news, bad news. That's kind of thing. how this whole show is, honestly. Uh, the good news is I did get a job. I did get a call back. Uh, I will have a replacement of the third shift job. That's right. Uh, but this one will be... And the third job. Right. So, so this Ryan is, is no longer uh, just jobless by having two jobs. Right. Now I have a third job again, which is great. Uh, bad news, this is the last episode of Buffalo Soaps. No more. But, you know, you know, I'll do something. I got until September till I can produce content. So That did not count as one of the news items. No, you know what? It, do, <laughs> it would save us. It would save, save us a story. Because, like, you know, being the last episode, there's stuff we never talked about. And there's, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, I got, I got, how many tabs do I got? The back computer. I got the back computer today, which is good. I'm happy <laughs> to have it. Uh, you have a few stories, too, that you had, you showed me before. Yeah, and I was let like, me eh, see no, which no. ones I've still got. Ryan really? is always skeptical of the stories that I do. Which is should be clear to anyone who listened to the episode that where it was all stories created by me or or identified by me so all right so i only have like five okay let me okay. see let me let me run a quick count if uh, you can pull five out one, i got a top one, story as well so six. that one i'm gonna open up a mountain dew because it's one of those kind of days trigger warning that one it's a mountain dew kind of day folks i think i have four five if you're okay with me doing one that you know Probably isn't going to work, but that's fine. Okay, then we'll just stick with four. And then my five <laughs> plus the top story equals ten. So we'll be good. And then YouTube. There's the YouTube. Oh, the YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so top story for me over the past few weeks, just because we talked about AI and Canada and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And then I finally got a job. Um, I haven't really been focusing on... The news, but there are some things that happen that are important to me and mm-hmm. important to the world, really. So, so they say. Right. So I know, yeah, you, you might think, oh, boy, like, you know, the horrible weather, like, the, you know, <laughs> d- different problems within the country. No, no. The most important thing right now is that Casa Bonita is opening once again. <laughs> I have pondered. Many, many a year to drive to Colorado just to go to this restaurant. Wow. And during COVID, it shut down. And you thought that and it's might been, be it. No, no. They, I mean, the sign on the door was pretty, was pretty, like, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this, this, we're done. Yeah. So, Casa Bonita will be reopening uh, since it uh, closed in 2020. I actually found out because the creators of South Park... Um, shared the post. Oh. Uh, there is a Casa Bonita episode of South Park, which... <laughs> of course there is. ...is actually what first sparked my interest, and then I uh, really got to know the restaurant and fell in love with the restaurant. Mm-hmm. 
But have you been there? What? To the restaurant? No, 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 no. But it's always been my goal in life to go there. It is literally my goal in life. Where Um, in Colorado is this? Well, I mean, it's... All right, we're going to get to the article. Okay, okay. So... Out out of curiosity, we are not far away from one of us going to Colorado. So one of us might go there, possibly. No, I'm going. I just don't know when. (laughs) Maybe that's what I'll do while I'm not recording a podcast. Hey, there we go. I'll go to Colorado to have delicious Mexican Food. food. Yeah. We're not saying anything else. <laughs> All right. So uh, this article was from... What day is this from? Where is that at? Usually at the top. Yeah, but it's not. This that's is from weird. the Denver Post. Okay. So that's like legit. And it's in Lakewood. It's in Lakewood. Okay. If that helps. But um, the creators of South Park, that's Matt Stone and Trey Parker, have purchased Casa Bonita. Mm-hmm. Uh, closed in 2020. And it uh, looks like we will have... Uh... Oh, yeah, that's just western Denver, like the west side of Denver. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've been through there a bunch because I-70 goes right through there. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'll be going through that way, though. I think I'm going to be coming down through um, Nebraska and Wyoming this time. But oh. I could always do it because I'm the one who sets the plans on this vacation. So No, that's nice. I don't on mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were going to open in 2022. Um but, you know, think, they purchased the restaurant in 2021, um, but things are a little worse than they thought. Uh, it's going to be $12 million to renovate the property. It is dilapidated. It is falling apart. So you don't know anything about the restaurant? Million. No, I don't know anything about the restaurant. Okay. It's the first time I'm hearing so, it. Oh, really? I'm in the trades. $12 million, that's, uh, that's no joke. Well, we have foundation issues. Well, that'll um, do it. Foundation initials will get, issues yeah, yeah. get you there quick. That'll get you there quick. And then everything else is pursuant to that because so let me explain that. Than everything else. Let me explain fair. this restaurant to you real quick. Okay. Just because I can pull up pictures, but it won't really help the podcast audience. So Casa Bonita is a very eccentric restaurant. Okay. okay. Um, but it is traditional food you would find at um, a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. probably anywhere like genuine Mexican outside or of Tex like Mex. No, no, it's it's real. Okay. Like it's just it's real in the you know the way that uh, your local Mexican restaurant is real. You know what okay, I mean? Like so it's, it's Tex-Mex, sort of. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's. So there's the actual property. Okay. It's a beautiful pink yeah. building. Um, inside there are bridges. There is a wow. fountain. There is a show where divers actually dive from the top of the restaurant wow. ceiling into the pool below, <laughs> doing a aerial aquatic show interesting for you there's an arcade there's all kinds of different activities so it's Um, not just a restaurant it's not just food it's an experience it's an absolute experience you can see how yeah uh tacky testing okay yeah i can i can see how quickly that could get to being a very pricey remodel because there's a lot going on in there yeah i mean it's a beautiful waterfall yeah you know um but i've always wanted to go you know i've gone to uh restaurants far away uh because of the appeal before, mm-hmm. uh, my wife and I went to uh, Chicago for a hot dog, mm-hmm. for instance. Uh, just because, story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a very, it's one of the. Like, oh, it wasn't just going to Chicago for a hot dog. It was like late at night. You were like, oh, you want to just drive to Chicago? No, no, no. This is what happened. I might as well tell it. Um, maybe we'll watch the South Park episode and leave tonight for Casa Bonita. <laughs> but we were watching. Uh, what is the name of the show? It was like. Uh, it was on Food Network. This was this show, was back yeah. in back in the day when you know when cable shows, was still a thing. Yeah, cable yeah. was the thing. Yeah, it was like flip phones. You know, hot dog. Oh, it was hot dog paradise. Hot dog. Paradise. But they did like all these different things. They had hamburger paradise, hot dog paradise. Like I don't know what else. Ribs paradise, whatever. <laughs> Pizza paradise. So anyway, it Real was cheese paradise. <laughs> it was hot dog paradise. It was like midnight, I guess, probably when it was on. And it showed all these hot dog places, and they were all kind of, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then it got to this one in Chicago mm-hmm. called Superdog. Mm. And uh, they were open late, and it was like very neon retro. Um, if you order, if you ask for ketchup, they kick you out. Oh, awesome. Um, I'm all about that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do not have ketchup, period. Yeah, okay. Um, it is 
a homemade relish. And, well, it's actually not even a relish there because they, they actually put a full slice of pickle upside down on your hot dog. Oh. That's their take on They're the Chicago thing. hot dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, it, was, it was about midnight, um, and they closed at 4. Mm. And I was like, you want to go? We'll make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we drove to Superdog and got uh, a 3.30 a.m. hot dog. Wow. I did get the one from the show with the pickle upside down. Delicious. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there are... I've had all beef hot dogs before, mm-hmm. but with... Uh, you know, when things are paired correctly, the right kind of bun, the right kind of pickle, the right kind of hot dog, it's, it's a, a proper, a proper, it's a proper, a proper hot dog. So I, out of curiosity, because I've always wanted to ask you this, like, where does that compare with, like, the Senate? What do you mean? Because, like, that's the only thing that I've ever had in terms of, like, a gourmet hot dog or something like that. So, I don't, I don't have a context for, like, is this, like, far and above? That sort of thing, or no? I mean, it's right there. So, so we're talking the same ballpark. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like the bun um, was, you know, like it was a really rare, like sesame bun, mm. hot dog bun. Yeah. First of all, the word sesame and hot dog bun usually don't come up together. Correct. But uh, yeah, it was good. The pickle was. See, I'm a big pickle guy. Mm. I don't like relish, but that's weird. A good pick. <laughs> <laughs> a good pickle can go a long way. That's true. Oh, yeah. will you try a pickle? Yeah. Like right now? Yeah. Okay. Let me get a fork. I believe this was mentioned. There was some some. No, this was not. This is not. This is not part of the show. This is not part of the show. We're, we're but doing it is. It. It's getting recorded. It had been mentioned to me that there was a spicy pickle of some yeah, sort yeah, that yeah. I had to try. Well, actually, I, like, okay. I gave the jar to my stepfather. Oh, okay. But I kept some because I put them in. He has literally gone to the fridge. Hopefully, you can hear this. <laughs> I put. Some, I put some in a different pickle jar to see if it would dilute it. Oh. Okay. So I'll eat one. I'll now eat you one. just spicied up the regular pickles as well. Well, no, the, uh, it was empty. It was empty. We we finished off plain pickles. So just in case, I'm not going to eat a whole one if it is still Let's spicy. See. Anyway, it's Clausen, just Clausen, which should be like just kind of not yeah, you know, just, not painful. Yeah, it should be kind of like okay, this is like a little bit of a dang it, I can't. Do well, this. here, let me get one first. Let okay. me see if it's still hot. I'll eat a whole thing. I don't care. <laughs> No, nope, so hot, so hot. I'm gonna have finish it. Cause I said it what? It's in your mouth. I mean. Oh my gosh! Now I got pickles and Mountain Dew, spicy pickles. And Mountain Dew. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. I'm doing the whole thing too. Okay, there it is. Yeah, it's not even like a good hot though. I love spicy food. No, it kind of. It kind of tingles across the tongue. Yeah, it's like a pepper thing. It's yeah. not like um, ugh. It's not like a flavor spicy. Yeah, exactly. It's more just like a, oh, I'll put the proper capsaicin here's, in there to burn you just, a little just bit. Just to hurt you. Yeah, it's pretty good though. Uh, I would say it's probably up there with like, it's like just under like good Tabasco. So yeah, it's it's like that kind of hot. It's not yeah. like I don't know. Anyway, well, I will say this: like there are a handful of like the Tabascos that are the Tabasco sauces that. Have other flavorings in them as well, like the Chipotle one. Fantastic. Out of this world. Love it. You know, I got a Cholula pack. That's good. That pretty pretty good pickle, though, because I've never had a spicy pickle. That was actually interesting. Yeah, but it's still so, my tongue. It's yeah. all pepper flavor. It's like a black pepper flavor. Yeah. It's not like... Yeah. and hot and spicy. But anyway, I got a Cholula Cracked set. pepper pickle. Uh, Cholula yeah. is my, one of my favorite mm-hmm. sauces. And I got like... I think I have eight flavors. Screw, yeah. I have eight flavors. Eight flavors? Yeah, there's I've like only, lime, I think I've only ever Chipotle, had the, the regular. habanero green, the habanero red, and then the regular uh, Cholula. Yeah, they're we, there's some weird ones. Hmm. Just so you know, they exist. You had to buy it on like Guess Amazon. I'm going to have to go to Jungle Gyms. All right. Um, That's pretty... It was better than I thought it was going to be. Because, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's still a weird heat. I mean, I I like a spicy pickle, but I like, I like to be able to taste the pickle pickle, mm. not just... <laughs> Some vinegar and pepper. All right, what is the password to the back computer? All right, uh, yeah, let's spin the wheel. Oh, that was sad. Yeah, we gotta actually go all the <laughs> way around. It must know it's the real, sh- the last show. <laughs> the wheel's yeah, you done. Spin it, you spin it, you spin it. I'm gonna spin the wheel. Here we go. I can't even see what's on the thing. That's all right. Uh, food news. Food news. All right, so apparently Dairy Queen is discontinuing a fan favorite flavor. And customers are not happy. Mm-hmm. 
A recent scoop about a... I can't read. I can't read cheesy articles. Uh, anyway, I'm going to skip. It's discontinuing its cherry-dipped cone. Mm. Now, I like... Do you like dipped cones? No, not really. You don't? I don't like cones, though, so... Oh. I'm like I'm like the weirdo who wants the ice cream in the in the cup. Okay. So, but you know, anyway, go on. What people were saying. Well, everybody's really upset, um, especially uh, some TikTokers. Mm. Uh, so they're not happy. But uh, it's uh, the warehouse is sold out. So if you get to a Dairy Queen and something you like, and they have it, get it uh, because it will be gone. Hmm. Uh, cherry's not even on the website anymore. You do have the option for churro, chocolate, and vanilla. So, But just not cherry. And it's not the cone. It's the actual ice cream. It's like it's like a hard shell dip. Oh, okay. You well, okay, about? okay. So we can go into why I don't really care about this. Okay. Uh, and, you know, to paraphrase the old saying, first they came for the butterscotch shell, and I said nothing. And now they're coming for your cherry dip, and... I'm going to say nothing because you didn't say anything about the butterscotch shell. Because that's what I liked back in the day when I was a kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> was There was a butterscotch? Yeah, there was a butterscotch hard shell. That was like they would they would drizzle it over the thing and then it would form a hard shell. Yeah. Then, yeah. Which is what the cherry is. Yeah, the same same thing. But um, that was what I liked. And it's gone. And for years, you could only get it at like select Dairy Queens. They would still like, they would still make it and they wouldn't advertise it or have it on the menu. But those Dairy Queens don't have it anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just haven't been to one in years at this point. Oh, wow. So, so you boycotted it. Well, them. no, it wasn't a boycott. It was just like, that was the thing I wanted. And when I think of any other ice cream option, it's almost always like you go to the Whippy Dip down the street, which we have a really good one in the town I live in. And I'm assuming you have probably some good ones here as well. Uh, so it was just like, well, if I'm going to get some ice cream thing, I'm going to do that because it's actually closer than the Dairy Queen. Yeah, local. It's you not know. a chain. Or it's, so, well, I mean, they're, they're franchised. But. Dairy Queen continues down the failure path. But I, in fact, I wasn't even aware until like three years ago that Dairy Queen actually had real meals. And like, uh, can I and tell stuff. you a story? I think I already did. I think we talked about this on the podcast. I think we did because I was like, wait, they do wait. They, the food is horrible. <laughs> is it? Okay, yeah, that 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 reminds. So I was like, I thought they just had like hot dogs that you can buy. No, but apparently it's like they have like burgers and fries and all sorts yeah. of things. Because remember, I I told this story on the podcast. Yeah. I got a gift card, and I can't spend twenty five dollars on four people ice cream. Yeah. So we got fries and a burger, and it mm-hmm. was. Uh, yeah, like you oh, maybe it was on like maybe it was on Tearbreaker. Like maybe it was on Tearbreaker. I think it was on Tearbreaker. Yeah, we did we, fast food. We did all the fast food yeah. joints. Um, but like, I guess you could have gone and got like a. Uh, um, I should have got a cake. Like, yeah, you get an ice cream cake. Yeah, I should have got a you cake. Know? And then it's like, hey, this is dessert for the kids, and it's easier than scooping the ice cream yourself into a bowl. Oh. All right, let's spin the wheel. Uh, you're going to talk about this story, and then I'm going to give you the update. Okay. If it lands on that one. Weird news. Weird news. All right, so you tell the story that you know, and then I'm going to read this while you talk. Okay, well, the, the reason I knew about this was because I saw the headline, copied the link, thinking, that's going to be a good one for this podcast, uh, but then I didn't read it. So, here's what I know. In New Jersey, some people found in the woods 500 or so pounds of pasta just dumped there, and I'm assuming it's without other things. I saw a photo. It looked kind of gross. Um, it's at least spread it out, man, so that like, you know, it can, uh, um, rot into the soil and, you know, not damage the plants and whatnot. But so that's the extent of my knowledge, 500 pounds of pasta. And I saw later, uh, something about mystery solved, but that was it. I don't know what the mystery quite even was, and I don't know what the resolution to it was. So lots of pasta dumped in the woods. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So this is supposed to be um, the high, the the title of this is the mystery of the pasta in the New Jersey woods solved, and um, it's not. It's not solved. I just read they the entire article. They did not article. solve it. 
So they just found out that there's a lot of puns. In fact, would you like to hear the puns? I mean, maybe. All right. So have people been noodling on this for a bit? No, nobody didn't say that. (laughs) Uh, So this is probably like it says two hundred pounds. Two hundred pounds. The article I saw said five hundred. I think everybody's losing it. It's kind of hard to estimate, you know, pasta weight. So a, a little goes along. The there. Department of Public Works eventually hauled it away. They had to carbo load it into a fifteen wheelbarrow trips. Ha ha! They called the job Mission Impossible. <laughs> there's two. There's two. That's enough. There is no solve though. There's no. There's no resolution. They didn't find no, out. It's who a very short. It? It's a very short article. I read it while you were. See, that's weird. That's got to be like a click farm thing. Oh yeah, yeah. We solved that weird thing, and then you harvest yeah, it's more fake. clicks. It's fake. Yeah. This is from NPR. Well, you know. I mean. Those tax dollars only go so far. Well, they could have tell the truth. <laughs> All right. It's like solved, asterisk, not. <laughs> not really. <laughs> solved, sort of. Uh, animal news again. Animal news. Didn't we already do animal news? Uh, I don't even know. I don't think so. Oh, it wants me to enter my email. To read this article. To read the article. Gotta know who you are. It's not just the clicks anymore. Yeah, but I don't have time for this. Do they know I'm recording? Uh, no. Nor do they care. Oh my gosh. So today we're going to be talking about dead animals. (laughs) Dead animals? Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking about food again? No, I'm actually going to go back to NPR because Washington Post or Herald or something didn't want to, didn't want me to. Uh, they wanted to know all my information. It's like Redfall all over again. It's like, it's like how every single website you visit these days is like, "Hey, can can I send you updates?" And it's like, "No." All right, so there was a um, a bison calf that was born in mm-hmm. Yellowstone, um, who was uh, touched by a visitor. Uh, like a Yellowstone visitor, or are we talking like a spiritual or... Animal? Oh my goodness. I don't know. I don't know where we're going here. We are going to a human being touching a baby. Okay. Um, the bison was not allowed back into the herd because uh, they could smell the human. Way to go, visitors. Um, so therefore, the park had to euthanize the baby. Um, are there not like... Are there not uh, like sanctuaries and like things like that to rescue these animals? I mean, the actual article says Yellowstone National Park Rangers euthanized a newborn bison calf after a visitor touched the animal, trying to help it catch up with its herd, the National Park Service said on Tuesday. And this was like two Tuesday or maybe a Tuesday ago. Um, How how horrible is that? (laughs) Pretty terrible. That's uh, quite sad. Uh, But I don't blame the park rangers. I know there's probably people who are like, you shouldn't have done that. I'm just like, I'm saying that you're saying that. Uh, Well, what I was saying is, I you know, I think there probably are rescue services that will take things like this, but it is very expensive to transport that kind of an animal in a delicate delicate condition, let alone spend all the money to have the necessary care and uh, things like that provided to it. And then the buffalo is not going to join a herd someday because it is excluded. Once it grows up without the herd, it now basically has to live out its life on a special farm just for animals like that. So, How smart are these animals? Um, Can I go give it a bath and then uh, make it come from the other direction? Trick- no, no, because then it smells like all of your detergents and everything. So that's I'll that's, roll it around in the dirt. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but it can't get uh, in the lake. Push I, it in the Yellowstone <laughs> Lake. <laughs> Push it in one of the geysers. Um, yeah, I mean, what does this guy smell like? <laughs> this that, well, I, I suppose that's another question. Like, just how much did this person touch this animal? Um, and that's all it took that you know word to the wise people out there here's uh, the guy don't oh so he's actually like picking the thing up halfway okay from what i'm looking at here it looks like maybe he's like dragging it up the hillside away from some water or something like that maybe he thought he was saving it people don't 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 mess with these wild animals like save dogs and cats and things like that but don't mess with the actual wild animals because you know, I thought I saw I a little... I do have a funny story about that. I thought though. I saw a little puppy, and I went to rescue it, but it was a bear. And this was in Tennessee. Is this real? Yeah. It was like three little bears. Yeah, definitely don't mess with bear cubs. Yeah, I was like, oh my go. gosh, somebody left those dogs. <laughs> and you go and to... then I pulled over. <laughs> and then it didn't, I didn't get very far. I was like, I've never seen dogs with brown ears. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, my wife and I were it's just like the, the Disney vacationing. Effect. It was wild. We're like, uh, they say that like, like there's just these dogs, they're puppies. Like the kids <laughs> from the '90s, like are much more willing to approach actual dangerous wild animals because Disney movies make all these animals out to be like friendly and like social and all those sorts of things. But I do have a funny story about um, touching wild animals at a park. Uh, after I just told all, all of you not to touch any of these wild animals, it is dangerous. There's, you know, diseases, parasites. Uh, and there's also effects like this where you can actually, you know, endanger an animal by touching it. Yeah. Uh, so I was in uh, Glacier National Park visiting the visitor center on um, going to the Sun Road up near Highline Trail, which is like one of the most popular areas. There's like tons of uh, parking spots, but they're almost always full. So you have to hunt for parking. So we were waiting for somebody who was parking the car while we were all at the visitor center. And there's all these Colombian ground squirrels up there. And this is the last week of the year, of the season, before they go into hibernation. And there was a ranger up there just kind of like talking to us about him for a while. And he's, you know, talking. But they're just used to people around because there's always people there. And the rangers, you know, are pretty good about policing people so they're not like hurting the animals and so forth. And they're keeping people from feeding them and stuff. It's like posted everywhere and nobody does it. But anyway, the animals are picking up like things to eat and stuff like that, but they'll just be like right next to you and they're just not worried. So he was talking to us for a little bit and I was calculating in my mind, can I get away with like touching this animal <laughs> just <laughs> right in front of the ranger? And so he's like talking to us like literally for like five or six minutes. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And so I just reach down and just brush one knuckle of my finger down the Colombian ground squirrels back. Cause he's sitting there eating something and he doesn't even react at all. And the guy, <laughs> the ranger's like, don't, Touch the and I just told you like you know, all the things I just relayed to all you guys. So uh, yeah, I mean, I took an opportunity because I was like, well, I have a story that I can tell. Knowing I was like, my thought was, he's gonna be mad. He's gonna tell me not to do it. Is he gonna kick us out for that? I was like, uh, there's like a ten percent chance I'll risk it. <laughs> that sort of thing for a squirrel. Uh, for a squirrel, <laughs> Colombian ground squirrel. They they look much more like uh, groundhogs, almost like small groundhogs. I mean that, oh, but they're small. Yeah, they're super cute. So they're so, chubby, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're ground squirrels. They don't climb trees. There's really no trees up uh, at those altitudes, apart from like some conifers and stuff like that. Um, then should they even be labeled the squirrel? I wonder. Name? I wonder where that came from. But supposedly they are actually Colombian. I don't know how they ended up in the uh, the Montana Rockies. But uh, this is very confusing. Yeah, it's a very Canadian confusing. ground squirrels. Canadian ground squirrels. <laughs> I would probably look that direction. <laughs> well, you know, like we uh, we live in the Cincinnati area, um, and we have lizards around here, and we don't have native lizards in this part of the country. The story is somebody from the University of Cincinnati, a biologist, had brought these lizards back from some other part of the world to study them, and. A good number of them escaped and just kind of populated the city, and they've managed to. That sounds survive. fake. I've never seen a lizard. You've never seen lizards here, and I used to actually live in Cincinnati. Uh, I see them all the time. I have photos on my phone of job sites I've been on. I think you're losing it. I could be, but we should probably <laughs> spin the wheel and move on. It's a lot of animal stories. I think here. you are a little off because <laughs> it's good entertainment, though. All right, uh, one of your stories here, Joe News. Joe News. <laughs> here we go. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Man returns overdue book checked out by his grandfather-in-law 96 years earlier. Book news. Book news. Of course it's going to be book news. What's a late fee? Uh, so they don't mention a late fee, but it Hold was on, let me do the man. 96 let me do the man. years. 96 so years. So the man who checked it out had been deceased for quite some time. Uh, Jim Perry of Napa said he was going through the boxes of books that belonged to his late wife, Sandra Leonard Perry, when he came across a copy of Benson's Benson Lossing's A History of the United States from the St. Helena Public Library. Perry said he believed the book was checked out by John McCormick, Sandra Leonard Perry's grandfather, who would have been 55 when the tome was borrowed from the library in 1927. All right, so just real quick, if yeah. it was 35,040 days late, uh, the fee would be 1,752. That's really not bad. That's not bad. Like, you can keep a book for almost 100 years in yeah. the late 1750. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Uh, so, uh, that's going the nickel a day back when I was racking up my own late fees. It was yeah, a nickel yeah. a day. So. Um, the Napa man said uh, he was out of town for a family wedding, but happened to be 
streaming the news when the library director, Christina Criden, was interviewed about the long overdue book returned by a mystery man. That's in quotes. Mystery. I guess he didn't like, I guess perhaps worried, like, am I going to have to pay a late fee about this? Uh, did just like probably just put it through the thing. This is an old book. I don't know that you could just like, it makes sense to put it through the thing uh, at the front of the um, the at the front door. And if you notice, like it's not in great condition. Uh, Ooh. That's that book is not going to go back on those shelves. It might yeah. probably stay in like a, a display case somewhere as like, uh, you know, this is the one time our library made the news, that sort of thing. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. That'll be in a case for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So 1750, if, uh, if you wouldn't, uh, if you would have stuck around, they would have got them for 17, <laughs> 1700 bucks. All right, what else do you have just so I can see on the wheel? Oh, let's see. I've got... Uh, I got movie. I don't know. I didn't even show you that one. Eh. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maybe. Okay, science. Science, yeah. Uh, I have one more animal one, and then I have a weird one. There's that. So. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, weird news, weird news. Weird news. Okay, man steals backhoe for 10-mile drive to Illinois Airport to catch a flight. A southern Illinois man has been charged with theft for allegedly stealing a backhoe to drive about 10 miles, or 16 kilometers, to an airport to catch a flight, authorities said. Security camera footage shows a Carbondale man arriving at the Veterans Airport of Southern Illinois atop a backhoe and leaving it in the airport parking lot. He left it in the parking lot Thursday. The Williamson County Sheriff's Office said footage captured the man walking across the street from the lot to the airport lobby carrying a guitar case. He parked it in the lot. He parked it in the lot. My thought is like, what you, size you parked like up? a mile away. Uh, it doesn't say. And What's no the top photos. speed? 20? Top speed of a backhoe? No, no, not even close to 20. We're no, talking 15, 10? Uh, we're talking probably 8 miles an hour. Right. So, like, you're driving a backhoe down the road and nobody stops you, and but you're far enough away, you actually need transportation, you know... Uh, that's something. I don't Let's know. Let's get a bike. Actually, the last time I, w- I came to your house, I was uh, behind somebody who was hauling a giant, like it was a tractor, but it had some kind of giant rig on the back for, it looked like hoeing you know, like a 35 foot swath hmm. behind the tractor. It was all folded up and stuff, but it was dropping all kinds of mud on the road. And I was like, I know that you can drive things down the street because like you got to, you know, a lot of these farms don't necessarily have routes between the various areas. You do have to drive on the street for a little ways. Yeah, yeah. With my I mean, second job, I, I drive through a lot of farmland yeah. tractors. What are those things with the really big wheels that I never saw as a kid, but I see all the time now? Oh, uh, I think those are like the, are the really harvesting, harvester oh, okay. systems. Yeah. Yeah, I pass those. Because those are massive. Uh, but like, I mean, he was on the road. Like, he was a couple of cars in front of me, and then I ended up behind him. But he was he was on that one road, the main road over here. Past the high school near you guys for three miles, I think. Four miles. Yeah. It was a good bit. And I was like, I didn't know you could do that for that far. I thought it was kind of like, yeah, you can do it for like a quarter mile. But he was holding up traffic. It was interesting. Huh. So. I guess there's no rules. No rules. The rules are Makes gone. me think of the Paul Harvey farmers thing, though. <laughs> which I like. So let's close that so we're not reacted. All right, which one? What do you got? Close that. Uh, I got an animal news and um, a science news. Okay. This is video game news. That's what we landed on. Hey, how about that? Um, so it looks like Sony is coming back with a portable Like unit. a PSP? Well, it's not called that anymore. But um, if you remember, the PlayStation Vita was the last oh, one that's after what the it PSP. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There with, was a PSP. The little UMD discs. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you kidding me? Do you know how many people hack that stuff just to have like you know a two gig one full of games? <laughs> Silly. Uh, here's a picture of it. Oh, okay. That looks odd. 
It does look odd. It's like the screen is like floating in midair. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, but anyway, so the whole point of the system is, is to stream PS5 games on the go. Okay, so the, the 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 actual processing is happening in your PS5. Well, no, not if you're on the go, because it has to. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think they're going to do it similar to like how Xbox does with PC purchases. So okay. If I buy Redfall on <laughs> Redfall on Xbox, I can play it on PC. Right. Yeah. So this, I'm assuming there's some sort of internal memory so you can do something, but it sounds here's the catch after you keep reading into the article. Um it is Wi-Fi streaming only. Okay, so it does pull directly from your PS5. It's either the PS5 or there's some kind of cloud compute thing going on, but I don't know how... It literally says it's a Wi-Fi streaming-only device. Hmm. Pulling what directly a, from your PS5. What about your latency and stuff like that, though? I mean... What a waste. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least the Steam Deck is, like, actually processing everything right there. An 8-inch HD screen. 8-inch? That's actually not very big. I mean, that's really only a little bit bigger than this. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Your phone. The, the Steam Deck is what? Like a 10-inch screen, I think? I yeah, know. I don't know why that's not um, popular. And then the Switch is still a thing. The Switch People is definitely Switch. still a thing. I, I mean, I have three. I'd rather not talk about the reasoning behind them. <laughs> it's really just because of one game. So... Yeah, that's uh, that's what they're going to. That that was something that came out of the PlayStation um, showcase that they had. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I, after reading the article completely, I'm kind of. In terms of the uh, the, I know Sony and Microsoft were like at each other's throats for a good long time. How's all that going? Because since I've left Best Buy, I just haven't kept up with any of that. Well, I mean, we saw a huge shift last gen, right? So we, did we? Uh, okay. yeah, we did. Um, with the Xbox One and the PS4, um, Nintendo I don't even put inside the Yeah, they're just the kind of a, diff- they're a different market yeah. entirely. It's like, <laughs> it's like uh, people are collecting anime figures and then Nintendo's the meanie baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not even like, it's a different type of collector. Let's say that. But anyway, I, I mean, I have three. I can't, I can't really, I love beanie babies too. So... <laughs> Beanie when, Babies and Hot Wheels. When you look at last generation, you know, there was this huge switch um, where Xbox One, you know, Xbox fans got the Xbox One or they touched the Xbox One controller and they were just like, this is hmm. not good. I did not know that, actually. <laughs> um, so you saw a lot of 360 people go to PS4. Hmm. Um, and then personally with me, I went from PS4, I did that. And then I went from PS4 to Xbox Series X and S, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I and that a lot a lot of that had to do with supply and demand and the availability of availability a PS5. Of the thing, yeah. And honestly, it's so big. Well, that was a big deal for a while, right? The PS5 was just really hard to get. Was that what the deal was? It was really hard to get. I kept but seeing the memes, and I was like, What's they were trying to play the Nintendo game. You oh, know? where they only release so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of that, and like, like, you just pre-order on the yeah. thing. They, so they sell sure. every unit instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, no offense, Sony, but Nintendo is the only one that can do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they're really well, good and, at and it's it. It's because they <laughs> they dominate that specific game type market, right? Um, whereas, like, you don't really have games of that variety that do very well on these other systems. At least I thought. No, no, but. they don't. They don't. But, um, yeah, so I, I am on the Xbox camp, even though I was um, Sony for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a huge proponent. I mean, that's all we talked about in the Liquid Gamer podcast was Sony-branded yeah. stuff, really. I really liked a lot of Sony stuff for years. Yeah, I mean, their, and their exclusives were legit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, a, it, made a, it was a big deal to me that at the time I could just use the ps3 as a blu-ray player mm-hmm. whereas the xbox was you like, could no, buy the hd dvd you could buy then. the hd dvd player but even after Came they, with transformers even after they microsoft <laughs> lost the format war you, there was no there was no change in in the 360 system 
such that it would also play Blu-rays down the road, which would have been an easy shift to make hmm. in like the the uh, next year's uh, production. You would line. think, yeah, uh, and you would think that that would be a chance for you to like, okay, well now like that we've lost this war, let's give the convenience to our customers, and they refused to do that, mm-hmm. and that was pretty pretty stupid in my my opinion. So whatever. Yeah. So Microsoft, I feel, um, I think it's actually now the PS5s are. Easier to come by, mm-hmm. even though I don't see them anywhere, really. Mm. Um, I don't really go places where you would see them. So Yeah, true, true. Maybe that's the point, too. Yeah, but, but you don't really see the memes so much anymore. Right, it's not as hard to come by. I think that people that wanted them got them. People that still want them can't afford them, like yeah. me, right? Like Even though I don't want it anymore. Um, you know, People would take a free one, It's like maybe? the size of that, that board. Have you seen the PS5? Well, no, I'm being a little bit sarcastic. Okay, I was going to say. But the actual unit is too big for my shelf. So it's substantially larger than the previous generation units? Huh, I did not know that. Honestly, that's a serious issue because that was one of the things about that people would say about computers back in the day, you know, when everybody was like big on Xbox, original Xbox. It's like, no, no, I'm still playing on the PC. You know, you can't carry that around. It's like, well, why are you moving your Xbox around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here let me let me here let me just see ps5 size size comparison uh, well i'm not going to compare it i want it to be like in a person's hands oh okay so i can give you some sort of uh some sort of why is it not showing up this should be the oh i put i, I spelled ps5 wrong <laughs> <laughs> this is real life folks this is real life all right. It's broken computer. I think this might... Well, see? Okay. So, the PlayStation Slim... Do you remember that one? Yeah. So, this is... Uh, I wish it would have... It's... I, I don't know your knowledge of systems. That's fine. You know? <laughs> All right, so let me show you this picture. It's um, an actual comparison. I have an Xbox Series S, so I have... Is that after the X? It is the cheap version, yes. Oh, okay. So you can see it. Those are PlayStation... Oh, my gosh. Those are threes, though, yeah. on the right. Right, right. The, the, the original big threes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is huge. The big three was too big. Yeah. Right? Um, it's because of the the... I mean, this is that's a lot. Yeah, this I, giant know. fin thing, and I wonder if like they're hiding a bunch of heat sinks and moving a lot of heat off of the boards or something. Yeah. So I see the Xbox Series S isn't. So that's the brand new Xbox. Yeah. And you can see it's you know it's about the size of a PlayStation Four. Yeah, that thing Pro. is so towering you can't stand that up in any kind of furniture. It has to be out right, of furniture. Right. 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 It's just too big. It's too big. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hmm. It's too big. Way to go, Sony. Well, no, people love their... I mean, Tiny handheld giant console. Every time I log into my PlayStation, you know, I see people that, you know, I used to really play a lot with, and it's sad, it's kind of sad, that um, they made their... is gone. They made their unit unaffordable and unfittable. Unaffordable, (laughs) unobtainable, and unfittable. Oh my gosh, what (laughs) happened, Sony? You were the king of the mountain. All right, uh, you got one story? I think I got... uh, Two? Two. Science and animals. Animals, what I got on the board. Animals, what you got. Uh, Insurance company agrees to pay 10 months after buffaloes have pool party. They're not paying time. Buffalo soapstone. I know. That's the tie-in. I have to find a soapstone article. (laughs) So give me a minute. Uh, So there is a video here. Uh, I have not watched it because I'm paying per megabyte of data. For some reason, I'm not on your uh, Wi-Fi. No, well, I probably have you blocked on my ear. There's that. But if anyone is interested in seeing uh, buffaloes party... At somebody's swimming pool uh, in Essex. So this is a British story. Oh, actually. yeah. Essex, these are yeah. these are British buffaloes. These are not American. Western so they're a little buffaloes. posh. They're a little, they're posh. A little <laughs> posh and a little smaller. Uh, a British couple said an insurance company has finally agreed to pay for repairs 10 months after a herd of escaped buffalo dropped by their yard for a pool party. Andy and Lynette Smith. Were they uh, from a farm? That's not uh, yeah, a native animal to England. Right? Uh, I, I think <laughs> it is, but it's it's much more like a cow. Than uh, it is like a buffalo. 
here in the United States, we think of buffalo as like this massive hulking yeah. beast. And if you've ever seen one in real life, you're like, oh yeah, that is a don't, don't mess with that. They're huge. It's like, it's like all bone. Yeah, you it's see? all bone and hide and hair. Like they, it looks like they have a head that's about twice as heavy as my entire body, and I'm not a thin person, so they're big. There's that. Um, the The people of Essex said uh, 18 escaped water buffaloes caused more than thirty one thousand dollars in damage when they had. Uh, now they're water buffalo. Yeah, that's what it says. Well, I mean, they're, well, play, they're playing horns. in a pool. Those have giant. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, these have these have reasonable size horns. So I don't know if they've been bred for uh, the the British climate and so forth. I mean, they're not they're not big horns here. Uh, this is a rather small pool. You know what the you know what the weirdest it, so. part about this is? What's that? Somebody in England has a pool. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that's like so, that's like going to visit your friend in Maine, and they're like, "Hey, you want to go to the pool?" It's like, yeah, no. no. <laughs> I don't want to go to the pool in Maine. <laughs> you're, you're right by the coast. <laughs> uh, so uh, it said the water buffaloes caused thirty-one thousand dollars in damage. Uh, it's cold and on and at, apparently all coast. <laughs> eight of the water buffalo were swimming in the pool. So like, th- and this is not a big pool. I'm kind of curious. I kind of want to see the uh, the video at some point. This looks like it'd be an awesome video. The buffalo look like they're having a party. It's it's pretty cool. So oh my gosh, animal. All right. So look up water buffalo Essex, and I'm sure you'll find it. <laughs> Movie news. Movie news. Which is moi. I forgot we have movies still. Yeah, movies exist. Um, so the award-winning team, Champ Dog Films, uh, behind the poo horror movie Blood and Honey, if you remember mm-hmm. that from the drama it caused like the, from so many the people day that it went uh, getting public upset. Domain, they launched that. Yep, yep. Uh, is taking on another classic tale. Uh, they're launching a film. It should come out uh, by the end of this year called Cinderella's Curse. Huh? Hmm. Does she go around which, beating uh, people with shoes or something? Which promises to have horrific deaths and a gory, is it considered a gory version of the classic tale? And actually, I mean, that is a pretty easy thing to swap. I mean, mm-hmm. if you've ever read Cinderella, I mean, do you know why her name is Cinderella? No. Oh, okay. So she, you know, her father dies and then she lives with her stepmom and mm-hmm. two stepsisters. Uh, she's forced to clean the house, and mm-hmm. she's always covered in uh, like soot. soot from yeah. the fireplace, which That's would be we cinders. Yeah. And her name is Ella, and it's Cinder Cinderella. Ella. Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, it's, like it's, it is a it is a um, horrible, you know, it is an abuse tale, really, with uh, yeah. you know, a very happy ending because she escapes the abuse into the arms of someone who per- supposedly fell in love with her after right, right. dancing but, but one also, dance. Also, there's the added aspect of like the redeeming virtue of um the like you can find the goodness within a person who might be coming from lowly conditions mm-hmm. and so forth so there's like the the aspect of like finding dignity within your situation which may not be a wonderful situation so basically what they are probably going to do just because it's you know it's kind of in the alley um you just kind of do it like carrie snaps into you know? like a yeah you kind of do it like carrie yeah. Where it's a revenge tale of so her. she takes off a slipper and is like and most, impaling people. At on. one point, yeah. someone is going to get a heel to the head. To, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think they're probably going to go even further and like the prince will be in on some sort of thing. The prince will be abusive He will too, also yeah. be dead. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be a whole thing. It'll be a whole thing. Which unless, is, unless he's a spare. Um, as long as the quality is a little bit better than the Winnie the Pooh one. Did you see that? I watch everything. <laughs> All right, last wait, one. Wait, last wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. You have to stop, or they won't stop. <laughs> no, I'm never going to stop. I, uh, this this organization would never stop. I will anyway. never stop. Never stop. All right, last story from you. Yeah, uh, this one might be a little bit underwhelming. I haven't even looked at this uh, new new dinosaur. I mean, since when is a dinosaur ever underwhelming? I should stop underselling it. A uh, species of spinosaur discovered in Spain. Researchers say fossil fragments found in Spain are pointing to a new species of dinosaur. Scientists have proposed a new species of spinosaur after studying the specimen, which includes a right jawbone, one tooth, and five vertebrae found in Ar- Archaeus, Mount- Archaeus de Morera. I can't pronounce it. Huh. Uh, formation in Castellon, Spain, in 2011. They found this in 2011, and now they're... you're really pulling old stories here. Yeah. Well, no, this is a new story. This is from. This is from. It took yesterday. them 12 years to put it together. Uh, this is what it sounds like. Spinosaurs That's are often characterized by the large bodies which stand on two feet. The group of dinosaurs, which include Spinosaurs, uh, Baryonyx, are also typically carnivorous. They kind of look like uh, 
kind of an alligator mixed with a velociraptor, but like leaning further over. So that's what they have. I don't know how you get that from the that because it's all made up number of bones. It's all made up. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably all made up. It's but all they guess everything. They found they found more dinosaur bones in Spain. Did they find feathers? If you were one? gonna if you were gonna go hunting for dinosaur bones, would you think Spain? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Just why? Uh, why don't you pick Spain? I have never heard Spain associated with dinosaur fossils in the past, so that's why. Anywhere would have dinosaur fossils. Maybe. Everywhere we should hope. I haven't found any where we live, so because you haven't looked. That's true. Have you looked? No, no, I have not. <sighs> All right. This this is why this show has to end. Because <laughs> we got to go look for dinosaurs. We got to go look for dinosaurs, and then make up what they we think they look like. That thing was yellow. The thing, picture you showed yellow. me was yellow. Uh, there are some yellow lizards out there. I mean, we have to be. But di- <laughs> I thought dinosaurs were birds. Uh, okay, so that's what they said. I don't know what the current. But they all have feathers. Are. Yeah. Trust me, my kids learning that. No, in school. I know, I know, I know. They they did start literally just drawing feathers on dinosaurs without any justification for that whatsoever. Chickens are dinosaurs. It's like just like okay, so just because a theory says that these things became birds does not mean that they had feathers going all the way back. You might need some substantiation of that sort of thing. Feathers can fossilize. Some feathers have fossilized. Some feather imprints have fossilized. Guess what? It's you what they were eating. You did not find any. As far as I'm aware, you found none with regard to the, almost all dinosaurs. So they just stuck that in there, and good for them, you know. Yeah, good for them. Good they, for them. They they really pushed the boundaries to uh, put birds <laughs> on or feathers on lizards. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So what what's uh, what's the future of the podcast? Not going to tell you. I don't really know. I know that I have uh, three months of training. Okay, not for the podcast. This is this is for work. Yeah, this is for the new job. Um, and then after that, I'm pretty much on my own. It is a work at home job, so I mean, you know, I'll be here. Um, I do have a hour lunch. Uh, half of it paid. Does that mean you work nine hours a day then? Like you have like a nine hour shift? Yeah, it's eight to four. Okay. Right? Yeah. Eight to four. Okay. Is that? No, no that sounds right. No, yeah. that's not. That's eight hours. Yeah, eight, yeah, it is eight hours. I get so, paid so for you eight. basically get paid. I get, no, it's you, eight to four thirty. I don't know. I got to check my offer letter. Okay. <laughs> eight to four thirty, which is eight hours. Yeah. Eight and a half, but then the half hour lunch, so I get paid mm-hmm. for eight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's that. I won't be able to, you know, I don't know what, what I'm going to I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be like hard you know <laughs> difficult or if it's gonna be pretty chill and i'll be able to you know do some things and some things but i don't know yet um so the podcast will at least be off for a week so i can figure out what i'm doing I, I think what you should do is you should um subscribe to all of the phone books around the united states and then just read random names on random pages and everybody should not the numbers obviously but everybody should listen for their name when that when that comes up, it could be awesome. No, <laughs> but I appreciate the uh, the guidance of what not to do. Yeah, the guidance. I appreciate the guidance. Um, so tomorrow, um, we are just going to uh, do something a little different. We're going to do. Uh, you're going to come back tomorrow for mm-hmm. a finale to Nerdbotomy as well, just because mm-hmm. I need to wrap everything up. To figure out what I'm doing with my life, to be fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the plan. So that it doesn't end. Yeah. Because, I mean... But I can't do all work and no play. All True. work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, but you're not Jack. Pretty close. It could make Ryan, like, particularly successful. Financially. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, we'll find out. All right. So, until tomorrow... Well, well, well wait, wait, wait. What are, oh, are you doing your we YouTube, missed the YouTube thing? thing oh, so gosh. we have to cover that. Uh, can I pretend that I didn't remember? <laughs> I think it was one. Bit, we've done one episode where you're like, I might actually watch that. And I don't think you ever did. And that's fine. Of course I did. Um, <laughs> so uh doesn't pertain to anything we talked about. Uh, one of the channels I watched in the past, I watch, I have it on every so often because it's kind of satisfying. Uh, there's a Polish channel where the guy just cleans rugs. That are really dirty. Oh my gosh! And he's a professional rug cleaner, and it it's actually quite engrossing uh, in multiple ways. It's a lot of fun. 
Okay. Just type in rug cleaning. You'll find it. Um, I used to watch the gutter guy. Yeah. yeah. The guy who got the drains. We clean the drains out. Yeah. yeah. That's the same same idea. Okay. It's like, man, look at that. It's kind of fascinating. And okay. like, you get the before and after. It's like, wow, like, I should clean my rugs. <laughs> huh. Well, although my, all of my rugs are All right. That buried. one's not bad. That, that one's not, not bad. bad. Might actually consider it. I like the I like the uh, drain one. If you uh, there are a number of rug cleaning channels, I wrote down the oh one that gosh. I watched just in case people want the specific one I watched. It's called Lobuski Centrum Rug Cleaning. Okay. That. Well, get ready for a lot of traffic, Lobuski. Just destroyed it with Ryan. So get ready, Lobuski. Here comes every Lubuski Ranger Centrum. Ryan fan. They're gonna come in droves <laughs> to watch these carpets. Watch the rugs. All right. So until tomorrow, thank you for listening. Make sure to watch carpet cleaning. Uh, in the meantime, rug cleaning, not carpet cleaning. That's a different thing. Oh, so <laughs> rug cleaning. He, people send them to him. He doesn't go to them. Oh, so you're right. I am so ashamed <laughs> that I got that mixed up. All right, so tomorrow we're going to talk about video game stuff. I'm going to force you to play a video game. Oh no, um, which I know is difficult uh, because you haven't played video games yeah i'm still playing games on the abacus yeah so um i don't i'm not sure if uh we'll see we'll see how it plays out do you already have this game in mind out of curiosity oh yeah so people are gonna have to tune in for this ryan's setting me up i'm making you play my game of the year 2023 oh okay that's a big deal this was not the game that wouldn't let you play because it wouldn't let you log in no totally different game and it's actually ironically um on the playstation 4 oh and PS5. Wait, are they still the making... The PS5. Well, no, the, they're this, still game, making this, PS4 game's, games? this game's an exclusive. Oh, okay. So it was on a PS5, and then it finally came out on PS4 later. Um, and I finally got to play it, so I want you to play it. Okay. All right. So until tomorrow, thank you for listening. This is the end of Buffalo Soapstone, signing off until whatever comes next. Thanks, Thanks for, for being with us. Yeah. And be well. <laughs>